Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is episode two of our newest guest game master season. I, it's, I think it started off pretty well, and Absolutely. I hope it continues so. <laughs> I think it will. I'm excited. Every episode we have, well, in this case, we have guests come on to run us through a escape room that only exists in their mind and in the audio space with a couple of images to look at. And this episode, our guest is Sophie McClellan. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> I'm uh, so we're excited. so excited to have you on. Now, I I believe you've you've leaked to us a little bit about what the theme is for this escape room. Yes. Yeah. It's something that was inspired by you guys from the bonus episode you did after, I think, your first season, where you were talking about you mm. wanting oh, wow. to do a pirate ship. And Danny's mentioned a couple of times she's never going to do a pirate ship. So I thought I'd do it for you. <laughs> I couldn't get out of my head. So now it is out of my head. I can do it. That's exciting. And yep, awesome. Thank you for getting the onus off me for that. I appreciate it greatly. All right. Uh, can you tell us a little bit, what's your experience with escape rooms? So I haven't actually done all that many. I've always wanted to, and I've never sort of had people to go with. Um, I've now done a couple uh, in actually in the past year. Uh, it was one of the things that, you know, you want to go out and, when you're allowed to go out and do something, you want to go out and do something different. So um, I've done two and I've won both of them. I'm considering retiring, nice. at, you know, retire at the top. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, no, you just, just never good. fail. Yeah. I, I do that with board games. <laughs> if I get a victory, then I you retire. You do. If you win a board game twice, you, are, you will Small never play it again. Small world is done. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so then the other aspect of the show is that it's tabletop role-playing mixed with escape rooms. Do you have any tabletop role-playing experience? None at all, but I really want to again. All right. It sounds super fun. <laughs> I don't know why people just don't want to do it with me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's almost exclusively the reason that people haven't played. Is it's it's so hard to find a group of people willing to sit down for like a couple of hours and be like, "Hey, do you want to pretend to be weird people and just like even roll when dice everyone you know is into it, you still can't well, that's get the group together. It just doesn't happen that much. <laughs> like when when it's not an hour mandatory after school, nobody does stuff. Nobody does anything. So man, you're you're pretty you know, fresh into all of this, all things considered, and you're already writing your own stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That's quite something. I though It is still true that when we started this podcast, we had not done many rooms. Not so many, that's true. Yeah, apparently like, this is just a thing. Like five or six? Maybe. Oh, yeah. man. Which is just wild, because yeah. now that you've written, like, 80. Yeah. Um, that's a little different. <laughs> but, so, I mean, it happens. I think it's so strange the extent to which, as an industry, that happens a lot. That people start creating things in an escape room space uh, after having done one or two mm. escape rooms, and that it doesn't immediately mean bad no, quality. No, some of the some of the absolute best stuff is created by those people. Mm. Some of the worst as well. <laughs> so let's find out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Sophie. No, uh, so I think, but I think we are ready to go. Yeah, I've, I've I got my paper in front of me. Get into a pirate ship room. I'd rather have paper in front of me than a front of papana me. Doesn't work. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, I've, I'm, I'm ready to go. Mm. Danny's ready to go. Sophie, would you like to whisk, whisk us. us away yeah. into a world of swashbuckling and adventure? Absolutely. Okay. After many months of marauding, pirating, and plunder, you and the rest of the crew of the Rusty Cutlass have come to the end of your voyage. Captain Redwig 
formerly known as Redbeard before he lost all his hair, swordfish accident, has sailed you all to a deserted island so you can count your booty and celebrate <laughs> at the annual end of voyage beach party. This is why he's the best captain in the business. Alright. Here's to another successful year. Right. the captain, knocking back his bottle of rum. The crew roars back in agreement, grabbing their own bottles and cheering together. You snatch up a bottle of grog and settle yourself in to enjoy the party. There's a bonfire, food, sunbathing, paddling, and generally everything you need to have a good time. As the party goes on through the afternoon, Captain Redwig waves you over. Arr, lads, we're out of grog. Back to oh the no. ship with you and fill her up. And bring my tobacco too. Oh no. Aye, Captain, you shout back. As the newest members of the crew, it is your job, I suppose. At least this one's better than swabbing death. You <laughs> climb into one of the rowboats and head back to the ship. You heave yourself over the railings, quickly refill the casks and drop them into the boat. Right, now the tobacco. You let yourself into the captain's cabin for the first ever time. As you let the door swing shut, you hear a click. Oh no, it won't open. Great, now you'll have to find your way out as well. Annoyed, you look around for the tobacco and freeze. The back of the ship is covered in floor-to-ceiling windows and on the horizon, you can see a black speck. Is that another ship? Impossible! Only the captain knows how to get to this island. You squint your eyes and your heart drops to your stomach. That's a warship. If they capture the rusty cutlass, you and the entire crew will be imprisoned and maybe worse. What to do? You look around the cabin in a panic. Oh, no. As you stand with your back to the windows, you are face on to the only door in or out of the cabin. We're standing with our backs to the windows, which I'm going to put on the north wall. That's yeah. what I did. Um, except you've put them as one flat window, where clearly it's what? the back of a ship and it's meant to look a little kind of uh, hexagonal, not like pentagonally y. You know, like the back of a ship, like this. Clearly not enough. You know. Kind of arched. Yeah, like a little, it's like, <laughs> well, kind of arched. I'm not drawing like the, in 3D. Like stern, no, 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 it's like the stern of a ship. Like, cause the, Let me draw a pirate ship. Oh, you, Danny. For, okay, yeah. great. There you go. I've drawn some diagonal lines. <laughs> Better? Right. It's, a, it's a poor effort, but I'll accept it. Uh, all right. And we are facing the only uh, exit. In the middle of the room is a large, ornate desk. Nice. No chair. Hmm. Captain Redwig doesn't believe in sitting on the job. I See, Danny, like yeah, that's this what you guy. Need. You need to have more characters who hate <laughs> sitting so you don't have to keep putting chairs in your rooms. How do you make a desk ornate? You don't. You just write ornate underneath. I kind of just made the <laughs> legs fatter some, for some reason. Crenellations. I, I tried to give it like curvy corners, but I don't think that's come through. Drawing is hard. I've there we it. go. It looks a bit like a very uncomfortable bed. Perfect. But... Next to you is a telescope on a tripod stand. Lovely. On the right wall is a shelf with a glass display case on it. Is it a glass display case as in the case is made of glass or there are glasses in it? Or is it displaying glass? <laughs> it's a, a made of glass. Okay, let's assume that I got that right. <laughs> Lovely. Cool. And in the corner is a large cage holding a brightly coloured parrot. Yes. Solid. <laughs> yes. I'm only going to draw a small parrot on my picture, but I'm definitely going to draw a ah, bigger version of it later. <laughs> We're going to make so Is many Nancy Lulu Drew or references. Coco. Coco on perch. And on the other side of the room, on the floor, is a large wooden sea chest. 
Now, you know the captain has emergency instructions here somewhere. Where do you begin? Oh, I love it. Hmm. I, I don't know why that makes me so happy, but I love that there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe maybe at a stretch, seven things to look like. It's like a nice little... Yeah, cool it's not too much at this I, I'm stage. I'm very excited. What do you want to look at? Okay, well... Oh, you're going to do this in a pirate voice? I'll give you extra points. <laughs> uh, can't we just pick up that goblet and... Uh, no, matey. Pick up that? We need to look around the, the captain's cabin. Yar. Well, you know what? I think you're a stereotype. Not I all pirates sound like that. I may be a stereotype, but at least people know who I am In when fact, they see me on the streets. Quite frankly, I think the captain's going to get a little bit fed up with that copying of yours. Uh, and if he gets fed up with me, I'll cut off his head and send it to Port St. St. Lucia. Make him here we are in the Caribbean. Seriously, we've got we've got a goblet just in the room, just a decorative goblet, not one that we use, but it's extremely piratey. It's one of those ones that's uh, designed to look like a skeletal hand is holding it up, and it's a little bit fake jewel encrusted. That's the skeletal hand of the last boatswain who crossed me. Boatswain. Yeah, yep, a boatswain. Yep, sure. Like a bosun, but worse. <laughs> Well, I well was... you've been sleeping in the forecastle, I've been doing pirate things. Well, I assume you can't read, but uh, for those of us more <laughs> educated pirates... you have a pirates... southern dandy? What? I assume you can't read. Uh... <laughs> uh, I think we should <laughs> check out the desk. Yeah, let's go and check out the desk. So this desk is very impressive and intimidating. It's made from black wood with decorative carvings of sea monsters going up the legs and across the front to a shiny badge of the ship. Way cooler than what I drew. <laughs> this surface is huge with a leather covering and placed on top a blank sheets of parchment, a quill and ink, and a large book. The Captain's Logbook! Nice. Captain's Logbook, that's got to be good. Do you want to go straight to the logbook or do you want to investigate the rest of the table first? We, we've got time to investigate later. All right, let's open the logbook. The captain's logbook is the most important item on the ship. Captain Redwig writes in here every day to record what's going on, as well as general information about the ship, sailing, and everything. Maybe there's something useful in here. You open it up, and on the very first page, yep, there's the emergency instructions, all in capital nice. letters. In case of enemy vessels, step oh, one, what's happening now. alert the crew. Step two, disguise the ship. Step three, prepare the cannon. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so excited. Nice. Now you know what to do, but you still have to get out of the cabin first. Oh, right, let's just go to the door and open it. <laughs> can't argue with that. Let's check that door. The wooden door has a handle, but you can't actually turn it. You examine the keyhole, and it looks like you'd need something really thin to get in there and pick it. You hear a squawk behind you. To get to the deck. Pay attention. Look for the point. Thanks, Parrot. Hmm. Look for the points. Danny, how pointy and thin are the bones of a parrot? <laughs> Not me. Oh, no, Not me. that's sadly reasonable. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So we're looking for, the, for points. Pay cool. attention, look at the points, look for the yep, points. Yeah, look for the points. Okay. All right, keep that in mind. I've written that down. Uh, all right, what are you thinking? Um, why don't we check? We're, we're here. Why don't we go over to that uh, big chest in the 
on the left wall. Sure, I drew that nowhere near where we are, but okay. Oh, wow, you really didn't. It's right next to the door for me. Oh, okay, interesting. All right, well, I will take the long walk over to that chest. I'll take the short <laughs> walk over to that chest. The wooden sea chest is about four foot long and two foot deep. It doesn't look like there's a lock on it. You slowly oh. heave open the lid and look inside. On the left is a pile of the captain's clothes. On the right is a bundle of parchments. They're probably maps. The middle section is full of miscellaneous objects. The captain's tobacco, matches, compass, a posh bottle of rum and a tin box. Cool. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we definitely pocket some of the tobacco. Well, we need we're the still tobacco. On, we're still on a mission. We have a, exactly, we have a mission. If we came back and said enemy ship, but no tobacco, he'd string us up. I think we're dead. He'd, he'd, he'd keelhaul us. <laughs> okay, so we've got the tobacco. Do you want to? We haven't found a need for these things. Not yet. Can I just check out this compass for a moment to see if it's points functional to or if it points to the thing that you'd want most? <laughs> this is the captain's personal compass. It's gold and has a chain so he can attach it to his coat. You open it up to see the black needle pointing to north. You give it a shake and the needle wobbles to east-southeast, back around to west-northwest, around to northeast, before settling back on north. Are those the points? Those are definitely North, east-southeast, west-northwest, northeast, north. Oh. I missed that north. Was that northeast? That yeah, went past north to northeast, then came back to north. Oh, I clearly just wrote that wrong. I wrote east southeast again. You fool! So what is that? Like, is that obviously that's that's a sequence of something? Uh, it could be the points that we're looking for, but I don't know exactly how that would work. I don't think we found anywhere to like input that as a code, so I don't know how to interpret it yet. That's where I'm at with that. I'm assuming you're in a similar. Yep. Cool. Could be clock related. I like compasses clock and related. clocks. Although the problem with clock is like east southeast. It's perfect. Is it perfect? Yep. Okay, south. But north. What's northeast? Two thirty. What? Why would that? Or one? Oh, like, yeah, maybe it could be two thirty. Because yeah, it's ha- like halfway one... between the one and the two. Yeah, it's kind of. It just doesn't fully work out. Is what you know I'm what? If we find a clock, we'll see if we can. I just make don't it think work. it's a clock because I don't <laughs> think that fully works. Maybe it does, but I don't think northeast works on a clock. But maybe it does. Um, okay. Uh, what about this little tin box? What is this going? Yeah. What's going on with that? It's a small tin box full of explosive powder. Best keep it oh. shut until you need it. Okay. Maybe that'll help us prepare a cannon. On that, we have rum. Is if if we look at the rum, is there anything? Is it anything other than just rum? It's a very posh bottle of rum. Ooh. <laughs> I like this, Captain. Got posh rum. Um, and I suppose we didn't look at the matches. Are they, are they just matches that will help us light a fire? Yeah, the matches it? and tobacco are both pretty standard. Yeah, ordinary matches, ordinary tobacco. Good to know. Nice. Okay, so that's the chest looked at. Yeah, if we lift, If we ever look at the clothes, is there anything like, again, you never know how searchy you need to be mm. for people's games. If we, like, dig through the clothes, lift them out of the, out of the chest, to turn an, the chest inappropriate over. Inappropriate degree, I searching wanna, through the captain's yeah, clothes. Yeah, I want to do, like, a full-on, do we find anything new? No, they're just ordinary clothes where the captain stores it. Uh, I think he'd be mad that you went through them, but he'd probably forgive you because, you know, you're trying to warn him. We'll blame the parrot. Yeah, we'll blame the parrot. Yeah. I I pour out some tobacco to spell out the parrot did this (laughs) next to the uh, clothes. Uh, And the same with the parchment. There's a lot of maps. 
That, we think they're maps. Does it feel like there's lots in there we might want to come back if we have something specific? Or can we go through all of these maps now? So you know that these maps are all places that you, you've been on your year-long voyage that you've just come to the end of. You don't think they're going to be very important to you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Lovely. What do you want to look at next? Telescope. Let's take a Me look through hearty. it. Have a peek at that ship. You never know. Maybe we're wrong and it's our best friendship. Maybe. It's a friendship. Yep. Yeah, good. All right. Let's take a peek at this telescope. So This is a beautiful telescope set at just the right height for the captain to watch the dolphins. You take a quick peek and, strange, don't telescopes usually make things bigger? You check the front and, ah, there's a piece missing. Okay. All right. So we got to find a, a piece of a uh, telescope. Well, where would you find a piece of telescope? If... Bird. Bird likes shiny things. Oh, can we, yeah. Can we go to the bird and say, like, hey, Polly, do you want a telescope? Oh, I, I disagree. I want to say, we know what you did. All right. Not me. <laughs> you, Anything we should know looking at this bird. You approach the large metal cage and the parrot swings its head around to look at you with beady black eyes. He is beautiful with long feathers of red, yellow, green, purple, blue, all the colours. He can't fully open his wings because the cage is a bit small. Poor oh. parrot. At least he knows he'll be let out when the captain's back. There's a small gold padlock on the outside of the cage. Hmm. I wonder if the captain took the key with him. Hmm. Okay, interesting. There's not much else we haven't like done at least a cursory look at. Do you want to go and check out... Uh, there's still some stuff. Yeah, so I'm saying do you want to go check out the, uh, the glass case? Sure. As you approach the display case, your eyes widen. Inside is a gilt sword, all shiny and everything. As much as you'd like to swing it around the cabin... The case is locked with a five-digit combination lock. Five-digit, eh? If we include that double north, like coming back to north, that's five points. North, east, southeast, west, northwest, northeast, north. Interesting. That's a, that's a set of five that we found. If you count the north twice, which yeah. is both very reasonable, but also very reasonable not to if we needed a four-digit code. Though, again, now we're trying to figure out what numbers would those represent, and a northeast would be tricky in that way, if it, it was a northeast. It would, but if we find something else that these can go Trusting over. you on that, because that was the one that I blanked out yeah, it's on. northeast, believe in me. <laughs> uh, cool, five-digit combo to get a sword. Um, and there's nothing else on the shelf, is there? It's just the case. Uh, just the case, yeah. All right, then the last thing to look at, I reckon, the windows themselves. Yeah, those big windows at the, uh, at the back. So the windows are floor-to-ceiling glass. What a great view. That ship is definitely coming closer. <laughs> okay, windows are windows. Okay. So we it looks like maybe we need to look closer at some stuff. Yeah, we didn't look too closely at everything to do with the desk. No, I want to have a look at... You said there were sea monsters on the legs mm. of, the, of the desk that went up to like a badge or something that they joined at. Can we have a closer look at... The badge or the monsters? Ooh, ooh they're two separate things. Ha-ha. Uh, let's, I want to look at the badge. Okay. So you notice that over the badge, there seems to be some sort of covering. You touch it gently and a glass disc comes off in your hands. Ooh. Oh, no. Nice. Did you break it? No. No, we no, didn't. No, we didn't. We fixed the telescope. I hope so. Does it look like this glass would be about the right size to fit over a telescope end? You fix the disc onto the front end of the telescope and take a look. Eureka! You Good can touch. see the ship Good more touch. clearly now. It's flag unfurling. It looks like it's split in Love half. It. 
The Ooh. left half is blue and the right half is white. Now, if only you could remember your vexillology. Oh, no. I cannot. Okay. Is there any, any kind of vexillological uh, references within the captain's logbook? You flick through the pages looking for anything useful. Here we go. Seafaring nations of our world. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to... Okay. Can I have a read of this? Yeah, go so for it. So for people at home, there'll be a link to this in the show notes, but as of now, uh, there are, we've got this like page from the logbook. Uh, it says, Seafaring nations of our world. There are six main seafaring nations that sail the seas. Below, you can see their flags. Each country is allied with two others, enemies with two <gasps> others, and neutral with one. I'm so excited. When they come across one another, allies will approach to trade, enemies will attack, and neutral ships will pass each other by peacefully. Ooh, this is good. Now, the six flags are... I appreciate that these six nations that we have here are A, B, C, D, E, and F. Oh, they I, like I just want to jump in here and say any similarity to actual nations was completely by accident. I thought I was being very creative. Turns out I wasn't. <laughs> difficult with only three colours. <laughs> <laughs> it's always impossible with flags to avoid it. We have uh, the flag of Ozland, which is uh, a tricolor, a vertical tricolor. Reminds me a bit of Armenia, except hey, Armenia is horizontal. Hey, I'm describing Ozland. You get to describe the next one. Uh, the flag of Ozland, which is a vertical tricolor uh, of blue, red, and ye- an orange. That dark yellow, yellow that yeah. Armenia has on their flag. That's the Fine. easiest way of describing it. I'm sorry. Yeah, picture the orangey yellow of the Armenian flag. Are you all picturing that in your head? Because of course you understand what, exactly what that is. Uh, and it's blue, a sort of maroni red, and a sort of orangey yellow. That is the flag of Auslan. Oh, I'm next. Okay, next we have the country Britalia, which uh, is fantastic. That is a four horizontal striped thing, right? Uh, I'm a little bit further away than Billy, so I can't quite see the bottom of it, but I believe that is four equal horizontal stripes uh, going red, white, red, white. Much like the Austrian flag, but with an extra white stripe down the bottom. (laughs) Uh, The next flag is the flag of Chance, uh, which is two colours. The left is blue and the white is right. Much like the flag of the ship we've seen, much like the... Uh, Indonesian flag, but with red and blue instead of red. And vertical instead of horizontal. Oh, no. What am I thinking You're thinking of, of Malta, I'm thinking of Malta. Which, it's yeah, would be the red. Maltese flag. And it has a little cross now, in the corner. This one does of, not. Instead of red, think blue. Yeah. And that's this the is where we flag. get to flex our trivia muscles. <laughs> we don't have, oh, I don't. Uh, but, yes, this is good. I'm liking that one. We're going to have to be dealing with that one, I am sure. All right. Flag number four is Denmany. This one, I'm having trouble giving it a liking. Just in case, Sophie, you were worried you you didn't have enough room to make up a full episode. You can see that you probably have way too much. All right. This one is just a two-color horizontal stripe one. Uh, Bright, shiny, happy green on top and normal non-Armenian yellow on the bottom. Picture the kind of coloring you would see on a Warheads packet. (laughs) Yeah. The Denmany looks like a country that would be very sour if you ate it. I Yeah, I can't think of a country that has these colours specifically no. on it. The next one mm. is the flag of Engales, uh, which is a horizontal tricolour of red, blue and white. Which resembles... Um, uh, France, but oh. kind of fallen over. It's, it's Russia. Russia. 
It's just Russia. It's like Ru- is that I just a Russian flag? I think the colors are in the same order. Uh, and then the last one, Danny. Okay, the last one is ooh, that's we a. We haven't, ladies and gentlemen, we have not even got to the puzzle yet. No. Okay, <laughs> the last one is the nation of Finway, and it is four vertical stripes. I think it might be. Oh no, it is four. Never mind. That does end there, right? Yep, you're yeah. Right. Cool. Uh, okay, we've got blue, red, happy green, and happy yellow. Much like if you took the Ozland flag oh, and the Denmany flag that? and you overlaid the Denmany over the orange of Ozland, and then you just sort of evened out the spacing. It's one of, I think it's Seychelles is what it reminds me most of, this one. Have you ever described something so much that it made it harder to understand? Never. Because we've just done that. <laughs> Here we go. So what I'm thinking of is we need to find out how chance relates to the other nations. And by knowing that, we will figure out what it is we need to disguise ourselves yeah. as. I'm still not 100% sure whether we would want to be disguised oh, as I'm pretty sure. neutral so that they'll pass by peacefully. Mm-hmm. But we are also preparing the cannon, so maybe we want them to come in for trade and then blow them up right as they get here. Oh, I suppose that's a fair... I, I assume that I'm assuming neutral, especially because there's only idea. one option, which mm. I think also makes sense. So probably neutral is what we want. Yep. Uh, but let's try and work this out. We have mm-hmm. seven pieces of logic to figure this oh, out. okay. Okay, so first of all, including, well, I'm eight, leaning I in close here, so sorry if I go quiet. Don't lean in close. I gotta read. Danny, you're so quiet. Um, so, first, so first of all, we know that every country has two allies, two enemies, and one neutral party. Now, the first fact here is Ozland will only ally with countries with a greater number of stripes than them. Danny, how do you want to start keeping track of these? Uh, I'm basically just going to. Uh, right, chance, because we know that we got chance here. And I'm going to just write out all of the other ones vertically. And I'm going to give them a sort of just like a little mark or something to represent how cool. they So, treat like, chance. for example, we now know that chance cannot be an ally with Ozland. Yep. Because chance has fewer stripes. It's a good point. We can just focus on chance. No, now we know what the ship is. So I'm just going to write A-E-N for ally, enemy, neutral. Next to all these, and I'll cross things out Oh, you'll cross them off if we can disprove them. Yep. I love it. It's perfect. I want It's wonderful. Okay, so Ozland will not Will only ally ally with countries with a greater number of stripes, so it is not Chance's ally. Great. Countries with two stripes stick together. Ooh, okay, so Chance and Denmany like each other. That means they're allies, right? That's how I interpret that. That, As do I. Denmany will only ally with those blue and white striped countries... Whereas Ozland hates those colours together. Mm. Well, that's fine as well. Luckily, we can sort of we can sort of skim this because we don't need to do like a full solve. We only need to solve for chance, I believe. Yeah, but it's good to keep things in mind. So Ozland, they aren't just neutral; they freaking hate us. Yeah, they real hate us. So they may be an enemy. Oh, you're right. They hate those colours together. Mm. So now we know that they're not neutral. So Ozland has to be an enemy. What? They hate blue and white together. And they, they definitely also, won't ally with us. They also hate Engales. I'll make a note of that. Yeah. Uh, Britalia will attack green-striped flags. Okay. So Brita- we know Britalia's two enemies are going to be Den- Denmany and Finway. Okay. Chance cannot stand red, blue, and white together. Oh, we do. Ooh, they do not like. I- I'm means- calling them we, even though it's not us. No, yeah, they're the opposite of us. <laughs> Chance hates Engales. Okay, great. Britalia will only ally with vertical striped flags. So we know Britalia is not allied with... Well, most, I think that means Britalia's two allies. Oh, no, it could be allied to Ozland. Yeah. Ozland. Oh, no, no, but it can't be allied with Finway because Britalia will attack green striped flags. So I think Britalia's two allies have to be Ozland and Chance. Fair the only enough. two remaining vertical stripers. Okay. Uh, so we know that our two allies... 
and by us I mean chance, <laughs> are Britalia and Denmany. Engales will go to war with vertical stripes, except when they have calming colours like green, <laughs> which means Engales is our enemy. Because we don't have it, because Chance yep. doesn't have a calming colour. So I what does that mean for Chance? Calm. I believe we know that uh, Britalia and Demony are our allies. We know that Ozland and Engales are our enemies, which I believe means that we want to disguise ourselves as Finway. That's what I currently have. I stopped keeping track of how the other countries interacted with each other. That's fine. I don't think we need to. You never know. Maybe at some point they're going to pull down their flag and, and replace it with Engales. Yeah, who knows? All right, brilliant. So we're looking to disguise this ship as a Finway ship. That's fun. I'm going to write next to this guy's ship, Finway. Okay. What does our current flag look like? Is it just a, is it your good old pirate flag? Uh, Yeah, you, at the moment, you're pretty sure you've got the Jolly Roger up there, but you you can't see it because you're still stuck in the cabin. This is true. Yes, I, we that do was so exciting for me to hear you guys going through (laughs) that, by the way. I'm literally sitting here like (laughs) clapping my hands. All right, uh, brilliant. That's good. That's a good sign. It means we didn't screw it up yet. <laughs> she might hate Unle- us. Yeah, hate unless us. you might be the sort of GM really that really pits themselves against the players. I've got them. That's possible. I don't know that none of these puzzles have solutions. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, we should look at those monster legs. Yeah, let's look at the, the sea monsters on the legs of the ship. So the sea monsters, they're all just carvings of ones from myths and legends, or are they myths and legends? So you've got like <laughs> the uh, Loch Ness monster. You've got a kraken. All of those kind of things, uh, or just making their way up the sea legs, the desk legs to um, uh, the top of the captain's desk. All right, we've got a lock okay. and a crack. Uh, all right, brilliant. So that's they're just sea monsters. I don't think there's anything specific I'm looking for there. Is there anything inside the Loch Ness monster's mouth? It does have the word "lock" in its name. <laughs> True. <laughs> it, no, does, is it hiding a key? Oh, that would have been such a good idea. No. <laughs> I don't know. Would it? I don't think it would have been. I think I think Daddy is, <laughs> is leading you down the wrong path. Um, oh, what else do we need to look at? We haven't looked at the actual parchment on there, yeah, have we? The blank you, parchment? Yeah, you say this parchment is blank. Were you lying to us? No, these are just normal sheets of blank parchment ready for the captain. There's a long peacock feather quill and a bottle of black squid mm. ink. Uh, above them, oh, ready to right. write anything that may, needs to be written. I forgot to Lovely. draw ink. Now, just double-checking my brain, uh, this quill doesn't look long and pointy enough to open that door at the bottom, you does You never it? know. I'm afraid not, no. Cool. Can we... I, I take the quill over to the parrot and I say, is this yours? <laughs> not me. <laughs> Damn. It's got a catchphrase. Um... I wonder, actually, maybe the the points, you know, it said look for the points. Mm. Maybe that's going to be, like, how we pick this lock. Because we're kind of looking for a long, thin lock pick. Mm. Maybe we, like, take the lock pick and, like, push it up and then down. And it could down. be. Maybe we follow those to do the lock pick. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's what we do, and it's, like, the next step uh, of that. I don't know. I've just a sudden thought that jumped into my head. No, that's entirely possible. Um, hey, Danny, what are we looking for? Mm. Let's, let's, re- let's refresh. Mm-hmm. The windows don't seem to have a function other than to be windows, right? They seem to be just unique windows. The telescope, I feel like we've solved. We found the missing piece and it let us look at the flag. True, unless there's more stuff that we can look at. Perhaps, but it seems to me at the moment it's it's not going to help us get out of the room. Yep, we have used it. The chest we opened, we've found all the things inside. There's stuff in there. Yes, but I don't know if any of them are helpful for getting out of the room. We can't get into the cabinet till we find a key. Mm Mm-hmm. 
We can't let the no, bird... no, the cabinet. So was... sorry, a combo. Yeah, we can't let the bird out of its cage until we find the key. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? Like, if we look under the table, is there anything under there? No, there's nothing under the table. Cool. Cool. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm an animal lover and a strong believer in the intelligence of the unhuman. So I feel like this bird is going to let us know everything he needs to. Uh, hey, Birdie. Birdie, what's your name? <laughs> not me. <sighs> yeah, it's not an intelligent bird. To get to the deck. Birdie? Pay attention. Look for the point. Yeah, pay attention. Look for the point. To get to the deck, pay attention. Look for the points. Being so helpful and I can't understand his stupid bird language. Uh, is there anything to look at in the logbook? At the moment, the logbook is too too big. You need to be a lot more specific yeah. to find anything else. Mm. Fair. Look for the points. Uh, do we... Can we take the the uh, the telescope and look... To the north and then the east, and they go mm. look at the east southeast, then look at the west northwest. It'll be a bit weird to be able to see all of those directions from maybe here, maybe, but I don't know which room, way we're facing. That's true. Uh, you can't spin it around, it can only go up and down. Ah, um, okay. Hmm, what else are we, what are we missing here? What are we missing here besides actually? Like just wandering around the room in those directions and seeing what we can find there. What happens if I draw? There's um you still haven't looked at everything inside the room. What have we not looked Damn at? Damn it, what have I forgotten? Telescope, yes. Uh shelving area, yes. Bird, yes. Is it the sword? Of course, it's a bloody glass cabinet. <laughs> The sword is one of those long and thin ones, tapering to a point so fine it would probably cut you no matter how gently you touched it. You'd better be careful. Pick a lock no matter how gently. The handle <laughs> is gold and you can see a velvet tassel dangling from the end. As you're looking at it, you hear again, oh, to get to the deck. Pay attention. Look for the point. Indeed. Okay, well, we found... The thing that Found will pick a good the lock. pointy point. Can we smash the glass cabinet instead of doing the five-digit combo? No, you can't. How much will the captain hate us for that? Are there on the on the on the compass with those uh, with those directions that it points? Are, are there any? There's no numbers written on the compass, are there? No, there's no numbers at all. Are they just clock numbers? I mean, that would be hard. That wouldn't get single digits for yeah, a decent east, handful it's of the them. northeast one. Like even north, north, well, north would, would be, be twelve. You're right. It would be twelve, unless. We ignore the second north, and it's one, two, east, southeast is five, west, northwest is... Eleven. No, no, ten. Ten. Yeah. Doesn't quite fit, does it? And then, again, I just don't know what northeast is. Exactly. That would be... Okay. Let's um, get the clock out of our head. Sorry. You, Very clocky. You now, you now have everything to oh, no. be able to move forward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so there's nothing more to be gained by just staring at the tip of this sword. <laughs> what? To get to the deck. Pay attention. Oh, all right. Look for the all point. Right. You're starting to be like every game parrot. <laughs> what would the fact that it has a velvet tassel be relevant for, do you reckon? Have we seen a velvet tassel anywhere else? No. Hmm. Hmm. Tassel. 
this five digit code, it's got to be the, it's got to be the compass. It's the only thing we've seen that's kind it of produced so five five-y. reference points. But how does that compass translate into something? I was hoping the badge would have like numbers on it or something that would, <laughs> that would respond, that would correspond with something. There's nothing else. We, we knocked the glass disc off that badge, but other than that, there's nothing else interesting about it, is there? It's just a no, cool badge. It's just a picture yeah. of a ship, the decoration. Hmm. We've got this table. Got blank parchment and quill so we could write, but there's nothing to write. Uh, we've got the book, but we need to look up something specific. We've got lots of clothes. But I don't think those are super interesting. Unless, does the, is there a key to the parrot's cage in any of the clothes? I think we would have found no. it. Oh, yeah, I think we would have found it. That's true. Rum. Posh rum. Stuck so early. Well, we've got, we've got compass points. I know. I'm trying and, to like But draw... we also have those old maps. Yeah. Of our, of our previous voyages. Oh, you're wondering if there's some way to correspond those directions to a voyage? Maybe. Do the maps have like compasses drawn on them or anything? No, like they don't get... seem relevant to you. So as you uh, shake the compass in frustration, it ruffles up the parrot again. Goes ah to get to the deck. Pay attention. Look for the point. Four, four is a number. I mean, it is, but four isn't going to help us with a five-digit code. I think the five-digit code put in four, 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 four. (laughs) It doesn't work. Can we shake the compass again? As you turn the last four to it, that had a different. A different feel when you put it in. Maybe oh, that hold on. is correct. Is it not about the is it about the directions? Or is it to do with like the letters themselves? Oh. Because an N has four points. Oh. <laughs> I'm, but again, how many points does East Southeast have? Uh one, two, three, four, five. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six five or six, depending on how you how pointily you draw it. Really? Because if I draw east, south, well, east. You, you're drawing them curvily. Oh, yeah. An that's S. What, one, that's going to be tougher. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, no, yeah, I um, was just doing the I'm just going to jump in here. The, the only four that worked was the final four, so the fifth digit. Yes, I did. Yeah, so not the first one. It either. did occur to me, and I was hoping that was, I don't know, that I had misheard. Come on. I don't understand at all why the last one would be four, if it's to do with the compass. Going to happen. Gotta make it happen. How could one north be four, but the other north isn't? Mm. If you tell me to look at the points one more time, bird. Pay attention. I kill the bird. I kill the bird. No, I reach into the cage and the bird's dead now. Sorry. Not me. Not me. No, that bird's dead. Everybody everybody listening at home, you have to have a little funeral for the bird. I'd like fan art of this dead bird. (laughs) You loved him when you first saw him. Well, he pushed his luck. <laughs> oh my god. What? What what? I don't see it at all. Maybe at you don't point. need to see it, you need to hear it. Huh? To get to the deck. Pay attention. Look for the point. Oh. This has nothing to do with the compass. What? Two. Get to the to get to the oh. deck. Pay attention. Look, look for the point. So the last one is four. Oh my god! Really? This compass has been nothing, and the ten is ten, so that's fine. So it's so it's two two two, two, two one, one zero, zero four, four. I think. Can we try two two one zero four? As you put the code two two one zero four into the lock, there's a click and it opens. You lift up the lid to the display case and reverently take out the sword. 
And now the parrot dies. I've got a sword now. You know the problem? We got, we, I just well, wrote... Was so good well, no, the there was that. that was we were obsessed problem. with the compass. I had written down, pay attention, look for the points. I hadn't written to get to the deck. I oh. heard that there was a four in the parrot oh. code. If you check the... If you go back a few minutes in this recording, you'll hear me say, oh, like it says four. We can try four, 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 four. That's what set up the trying four so many times. Oh, was I didn't it? Think about the oh, fact my God. That, I didn't catch that. But I was so set on this compass being the solution <sighs> that I didn't think to check the rest of the message. All right, two two one zero four. We've got the. This explains sword. why we why we it had to repeat the exact message so much that we needed to kill it. And now we <laughs> kill the bird, and then we quickly go to the door, and we stick the point of the sword, and we try and pick the lock. You line up the point of the sword with the keyhole and push. There's a click, and the door swings open. Yes, freedom. Nice. Go to. I'm so main ashamed. Deck. All right, main deck. You burst through the door into the bright sunlight. Shielding your eyes, you look across to the island, and maybe they'll see you. Shouting, screaming, waving your arms. But unfortunately, none of your crewmates are paying you any attention. They're all sitting around the campfire having a sing-song. Their loud voices <laughs> drift across the water. What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? Make him walk the plank. <laughs> oh, they're getting rowdy. You look around the deck. Well, if I've, if I've learned anything from this parrot, we should walk the plank. <laughs> if you hear it in a song, you got to know it. Uh, what's on the deck? So, yeah, what else do we see? With your back to the open door of the cabin. To your immediate left is the ladder that leads up to the poop deck. There is a fishing rod balanced against the port side railings with the line in the water. Now, hold on, that's port-sized. I'm assuming that the that's the left of the ship, yeah. which would be the right of my drawing, because I'm assuming the oh, cabin's no. quarters is at the back, so I'm putting it over here. I just reset my drawing. That so. would have been smart. Over the railings on the port side is your rowboat and the island in the distance. In the middle of the deck is the ship's mast, and high above you is the crow's nest. Yeah, that's what those look like. Sure. Perfect. At the front of the ship are three wooden cages stacked on top of one another. That is the most, like, shippy thing in the world, to have three cages piled on top of each other. I don't know why, but it's like, if you've got a pirate ship, you better have three cages <laughs> piled on top of each other. Lined up along the starboard side are three black cannon. Nice. Cannon number one. Cannons are not easy to draw. Cannon. Actually, I take that back. They super are. Just draw a vile plume. What? Not a vile plume. Uh, uh, what's what does James have as a Pokemon? Victory Bell. Victory. Just draw a Victory Bell and then put a wheel on it. <laughs> um, I think mine did the job well enough. Yep, that's pretty good. But it's not a Victory Bell with a wheel. And. Um. Next to you on your right is a wooden table with a set of balance scales sitting on it. And that is all you can see at the moment. Um, okay, so what do you want to have a look at? Let's go to the scales. The scales will be for measuring out the, the gunpowder or something. It might be. Let's, Maybe let's it's got instructions. So the scale... And to balance the scales, always go to the eighth scale. Ten, ten, two. 
Yes. What are the scales like? <laughs> They're just an ordinary set of balance scales with a large flat dish on either side. No instructions. Sorry. Mm. Cool. All right. We don't need instructions. We're too smart. I put my heart on one scale and a feather on the other. They weigh the same. <laughs> That's uh, ancient Egyptian death mythology. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Anubis does it. Oh, and really? Goes, oh, nice heart, idiot. So full of sin. Loser. Mm. Like that. I gotcha. Um, okay, well, let's. What do you want to check out now? Uh, I want to see if our fishing rod has fished up anything. As you approach the fishing rod, you can see that something is tugging it under the water. Excellent. <gasps> we catch it. I, I, I reel it up. You grab the in. rod, heave, and wind the line back in, and there's a small wriggling fish on the end. It's a red herring. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fair. That's, that take, checks out. Take a note, it's going to be very important. I'm. Definitely going to make that really important one day. Yeah, too and bad. It's, no, it's going to be super important now. I'm going to circle it. it and draw arrows pointing yeah, to it. you make a big note of that red herring, Danny. Exclamation it's marks. It's such a specific type of fish. It's got to be important. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, why don't we go and check out the cages way on the bow side? So as you walk towards the bow of the ship, there are three wooden cages stacked on top of each other. They're all full of cannonballs. Each cage has a different pattern to its bars. The top one is made up of lots of triangles, the middle one of circles, and the bottom one of squares. Each cage has a door with a latch that you can easily open. Oh. Okay, that's curious. Okay. That's suspicious. Um, we haven't seen any flags around uh, uh have we not have we uh, i have my thoughts all right you're taking now, me to the flags well no because that's, that's not our that's not our first protocol our first job is to alert the crew oh yeah so, good point i mean would it would it be totally wild to just get in our rowboat and get over to the island do we have that sort of time if you do that the ship will definitely be taken over by the warship at um by the time you get back yeah that's fair we should send the red herring. In the boat? Yeah. It no, can no, row? Just, just, it can swim, oh, Danny. It's I a see. fish. Unless we can get the parrot out, maybe the parrot will go to the captain instinctively. No, oh, it'll the kill the parrot. Who knows? Oh. Oh, I did kill the parrot. I hope we don't need it. Um, good point, good point. Well, why don't we ladder up to the poop deck? Uh, okay, sure. So the ladder's just wooden steps leading up to the next deck. You climb up to the poop deck. This is where Captain Redwig steers his ship. The big ship's wheel is in the middle, and a wooden chest is on the floor just in front of it. Two sets of rigging stretch up from the back corners towards the crow's nest, where you can see the Jolly Roger flying proudly. A large metal chest sits underneath the rigging. Why don't we check these chests? Which chest would you like to check out? Uh, Let's go for wood first. Hasn't seen us wrong yet. Let's check out the wooden chest. So... This is a medium-sized wooden chest. It doesn't look like there's a lock or anything, but you just cannot open the lid no matter how hard you try. Okay. Okay. Can we pry it open with the sword? No, you cannot. Cool. Um, metal one. Metal one. So there's a large metal chest with a lock on it. Why don't you know any of these codes? The lock requires eight letters. There's no way you can just guess this. On the lid of the box is a plaque which, with what looks like a puzzle carved into it. Okay. 
I'm going to, after this, after we've done with these chests, I'm going to do a thing. It's going to be really showboaty puzzle wise. Mm -hmm. And I hope it pays off. Oh boy. It might not pay off. You've been doing something sneaky behind the back. No, I've just had a sudden thought and I'm going to try and implement the thought before seeing if it's correct. Oh, dang. That's where we're going to get to. And I'm either going to look like a fool or a person who's moderately okay at puzzles. Okay. No way I'm coming off looking like a genius. Oh my God. All right. Do you want to describe what we're looking at, Danny? All right. So what we've got here, we've got a few words. Ship, sand, and gold, but they have been separated out. They're vertically, one on top of the other, but in between each one, we got some spaces that look like they'd be spaces for four-letter words themselves. So it looks like it's one of those puzzles where you change one letter at a time to, to make the next word. Yeah, because look, ship to sand has three spaces for changes and three letters that are different. That is and good. And sand to gold has three spaces for changes and three letters that are different. That makes a lot of sense. So... Do you want to try and do them? Uh, I, I guess we should give that a go. Let's see if it works. I'm not I'm, very good at these. Yeah, I'm no, I, don't, I never do these. I'm not no. good at them. So we want to get from ship to a word, and we're basically going to be changing either one of the hip letters to one of the and letters. I don't understand how that could work. Well, could it be sape? No. Can't be shin Probably not That's shid. Nothing. Okay, you so maybe, maybe um, it's not how I think it should be done. But you can only change one letter every time, right? If it is that type of a puzzle. And we have to change three letters to get from ship to sand. Let's also keep in mind that we're looking... Oh, no, but we have four changes. What? We can change one, two, three, four times to get oh, to sand. Oh, yeah, I see what So you we mean. don't have to go straight to one of those letters now. In fact, we can't because as we've just worked yeah, out... that makes sense. Uh, safe, also, let's just, again, keep in mind, we're words. trying to make an eight-letter word for this. Oh, who knows? Which is we'll get curious. To that let's just see let's if just we can do, do something with this. Right, yeah. right. These things work. Okay, so what is something that we could do? We are making, just to point out, we are making eight changes. Oh, that's interesting. So maybe that'll get us the eight letters that we need. Oh my God, that's cool. Cool. Uh, so we've okay. got four changes to get to sand. All right, so immediate words that come to mind that you can change one letter of ship to make. Uh, my first one, slip, that's a thing. Yes. Shop, that's also a thing. Can I just go backwards for a second here? Oh, okay. And looking at, I'm just looking at the words like said would be one away from sand. Yep. It would still oh, retain that eye. Oh, still has an eye. That's interesting. Right? I don't know where, how to get anything else from that. I've just pointed that out. Um, so said could go straight to sand. That would be S-A-I-D. How about slip, then slid, then said? Oh, I love it. Slip, slid, said. That's changing the H to an L to get slip. Changing the P to a D, we can now get slid. Change the, uh, the, a to, the L to an A said, and then go one more change to get to sand. That works. Mm. So we've currently got uh, ship. We go, we change to an L, then an A, right? No, then a, then a D, then an A, then an N. L-D-A-N is what mm -hmm. I've got there in order. You yeah. can write the words out. I'm just keeping track of the changes. Okay. So now we need to get from sand to gold. Again, three letter changes in one, two, three, four steps. Okay. So what are we doing here? We're going, uh, we could go from sold to gold at the end. If we kept the S right up until the end. <laughs> That's possible, I suppose. Man, I was going such a different way with some stupid words. I kind of. Yeah, I don't know if for some reason working backwards just then it would help with the last one. Mm. If that one's sold, how do we get back to something on the way to sand? Sold. Uh, okay. No, probably isn't sold. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Might That's be got sold. two letters yeah. in common. We're keeping still. the D the whole time. Wow, you're right. What am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. I'm being no, no. I, I almost did the same thing. No, too. no, because it's also still got the S. Yeah. So that's interesting. So one of those might change. One might stay the same. Yes. Don't know. Oh my god, this is shockingly hard. To, okay, I'm well, glad you're going to edit this. Well, maybe we go back and we think, what can sand be? Okay, lots of things. We go back to said, but that'd be. We feel like mm. we're going backwards in that case. Okay, hand, sang. Oh yeah. Those are my best bets so far. We didn't change the S, did we, the first time? No. So maybe let's try and keep the D, which is what is the only retained letter, okay. getting to gold. So let's try and not change the D at any okay, point. Okay, so you think hand? Maybe hand, but mm. what can hand go to? Like, yeah, it's not great. Not hond. Yeah, oh, no. Not... What? Hand isn't the worst because if we get to hold, we could get to gold. Hmm. Can we keep that H for a while? I don't know if, hold, if held hond. or hond. Yeah. Are particularly good words, though. All right, what else? Maybe I missed something. Land? Yeah. What are words? Band. That also works. Why are there so many words that rhyme with sand? Band is good because you can also do bold. Bond, bold? Band, bond, bold? Band, uh, bond, bold, gold? I think it's band, bond, bold, gold. <laughs> so what are we doing for Get there? out of here, sold. It's, we did L-D-A-N, then we did B. Yep, changing the S to a B. And then O? Uh, yep, changing the A to an O. And then N. And then G. Ladanbolg. Oh, I hate that guy. That is the sequence of letters that we changed. Ladanbolg. Okay. But we have solved it. That is a, sol a solution. So can you read out our whole solution for the uh, edification of our listeners? It looks like we're going to be going to Blogland if I rearrange that. <laughs> True. Okay, so wait. What do you want me to read out? The sequence of change, the, the, the sequence of okay. words. So, uh, oh, the sequence of yeah, words. So list. we went ship, slip, slid, said, sand, uh, which was one of our checkpoints. Yep. Band, bond, bold, gold. Beautiful. That seems like it works. That works. Can we try Ladanbolg <laughs> as an eight? Because it doesn't need to be a word. It's just eight letters. That's Can we true. try Ladanbolg on the eight letter combo lock? You put the change letters into the lock and yes, it springs open. You lift up the lid. Yes, Ladan. <laughs> okay, but our next step is definitely Blogland. <laughs> yeah, then we'll go to Blogland. Or Globland. I'm not sure. Globland. I like both of them a Globland. lot. Globland. I respect their cultures. <laughs> and you lift up the lid and see a bundle of brightly coloured materials inside. Flags. So many flags. Which one do you <laughs> need? Flags. Uh, Finway. Let's grab Can the. We find the Finwayian flag. Four colour vertical. You rifle through the box looking for the multicolored flag of Finway. Quickly, you find it and slam the lid of the chest back down. Great. Okay, so we've got that. I really thought we were going to have to make it up out of clothes. Yeah, well, you were foolish <laughs> and wrong. Um, this captain seems like the sort who would have had some very brightly colored clothes. Okay, but this is still our second step. We still haven't alerted the crew. We'll alert them. They'll see us change the flag. Can we go change the flag? Can we climb up the rigging into the, yes, into the crow's nest and change the flag? We may as well do it now while we're here. That's fair. So you're climbing up the rigging. Oh, this is really high. You reach the crow's <laughs> nest and haul down the Jolly Roger. The skull seems to look at you with reproachful eye holes. Sorry, old boy. It's Aww. a matter of survival. You attach the flag Aww. of Finway to the flagpole and heave on the rope. There we go. Hopefully the chance warship never spotted the Jolly Roger and they'll just pass you by. Success, ship disguise, step two is complete. Unfortunately, you still yeah, haven't alerted the crew. And as you look over, they're not looking at you. They're not looking at the ship. You've still got to mm. get a message to them somehow. Do you think I made my Jolly Roger sad enough? 
Oh, so sad. It was like a Grim Fandango character. It's so sad. Um, okay, now here's me gonna. Here's me. I I, I prefaced this before. Uh-huh. Probably kept in the episode. I'm gonna say a thing. Oh yeah, what's your super smart thing? It. All right, here's what I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, can we go over to the the ship's wheel, and can we uh, take the uh, the the section of the ship's wheel that is currently at the top that is a different color from all the other handholds on the ship wheel, and can we turn it from where it is at the top down to the east southeast, then the west northwest, then the northeast, and then back to the north, and turn the wheel that way? When you turn the ship's wheel around in the same way as the <laughs> compass needle, the lid of the wooden chest clatters open. You paid. You you heard things that I just didn't even hear no, while I was, I was drawing. No, none of that was described about the different coloured handle on the wheel. Oh, okay, that was the, good. That was me jumping ahead. That was oh, just using he, my. He knew from being on the ship for so long. Yeah, you. That was me. That was the big. That was the big show off move that could have not worked. Bastard. Uh, so now that the wooden chest is open, the chest. This chest contains lots and lots of fuses for the cannon. It looks like they're colour-coded. Some have red wax on one end, some have blue, and some have green. Okay. Do you reckon that some of those fuses work with different shaped cannonballs? Yeah, we have three shapes, three colours, three cannons. There's probably some kind of connecty, each one must have the right type of whatever to the blah 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 blue if we rush back into the cabin, does the log, t- uh, the captain's log tell us anything about that? Oh, yeah, that? is there like an article on loading cannons? No, he wouldn't have such Wait. dangerous material lying around. <laughs> oh, good. Is there an article on alerting the crew? <laughs> Unfortunately not. <laughs> oh, yeah, he just maintains their attention. <laughs> Gravitas. Okay, well, we've, we've had a look at a lot of stuff. Like, a the poop deck seems clear. Stuff. We've done the wheel, we've done the chest, we've done the chest, we've used the rigging. Uh, I guess so. We've kind of had the fishing rod. Was there anything? Thing. Was there anything interesting about the crow's nest itself while we we're up there? Yeah, that's true. Is there anything interesting about the crow's nest itself while we we're nope, up there? No, that's just where the flags were. What about the rest of the mast as a as a investigable item? So if you head back down to the main deck, the mast towers above you. As you walk around it, you spot some markings: a red circle, a blue square, and a green triangle. Nice. Well, that. That solves that problem. Okay, so we can now connect the fuses, which are coloured, to the cannonballs, which are symboled. Brilliant. Can we check out the cannons themselves? That's a good idea. There are three huge cannon lined up and facing out to sea. From left to right, the crew have nicknamed them Ranger, Great Bang, and Big Bertha. You know that to fire each cannon... You need the right amount of gunpowder, the right cannonballs, and the right type of fuse. Also a flame. Ah, we get a flame. We got matches. So, yeah, I feel like we're pretty solid, except that we uh, don't know the weight of gunpowder yet. No, nor do we know exactly which cannonball oh, would go in each one. True enough. Uh, does Ranger uh, rearrange into the word triangle? <laughs> uh, well, you, uh, did you notice? What were their names again? Sorry, Ranger, yep. Great Bang, and yep. Big Bertha? You notice those are R, G, and B. Oh, cool. We've got red, green, blue. Brilliant. Okay, so we know which Unless one... Unless it's the... a horrible, horrible coincidence. <laughs> oh, man. I hope you, uh, you... That's a coincidence you pick up <laughs> in a play test. Okay, so okay. we've got red cannon, green cannon, blue cannon. Okay. We have red fuse, green fuse... Fuse, blue fuse. Yep. We have red cannibal, green cannibal, blue cannibal, because mm. we know the shapes that correspond. Yep. We're, you're right. We're just missing 
what we is the appropriate we've amount got matches, of gunpowder. We've got a bit of gunpowder. We've got the flame. We've got the gunpowder. We don't know how much we need to weigh out. Yes, that's um, interesting. Is there okay. anything currently inside these cannons? If Danny leans her head idea. in and I stand far away, <laughs> do you trust him to do that, Danny? <laughs> Um, uh, what's he gonna do? He's probably gonna kick the outside of it, so it's real. It makes a really loud bang on my head. Oh yeah. There's nothing uh, inside the cannon, but as you go up to you, which one have you gone up to? Ooh, uh, I went up to Great Bang. So if you go up to Great Bang, you can see that it's got six and a capital G etched into the metal. Oh, okay. Oh, what about Ranger and Big B? So Ranger has ten and a capital G etched into the metal. And Big Bertha has 18 and a capital G. All right. Well, that helps. So is that just six grams, big grams? Six big grams? Big old of... grams. Gun grams. Gun grams? Uh, it might be. Uh, we never actually looked at our rowboat, did we? No, we haven't. That's That'd be the next port of call. Yeah. Cause... There's a megaphone in there, I think. <laughs> the rowboat just has the casks of grog that you filled up earlier and put it into it. And there's nothing, nothing else in there. That was just your arrival vehicle. Interesting. Okay, so how do we alert the crew? We now know, it feels like we're already ready to prepare cannons. That'll be a pretty bad way to alert the crew. Yeah. I don't want to do this on my own. Well, uh, we haven't tried this yet, have we? Um, I go over to the um, the where the fishing rod is, uh, and I just go, Hey! Hey, crew! Hello! No, they can't hear you they're, over there. They're singing. Song. How do you make a crew notice you? With a parrot. We've got a tobacco. Can we make smoke signals? Uh, I don't think. Do you know how to make smoke yeah, signals? Yeah, I don't think tobacco does that. No, we just smoke it. You could set the ship on fire. Oh, can we set the ship Sweet. on fire? No. <laughs> um, can we? Oh, I know what we need to do. I can't tell if this is real or a joke. I think it is real. Oh, okay. We drink the rum. Uh huh. You feel like. You get the quill. We get the parchment and we say, hey, when's the last time you got a message in a bottle? Well, you've got one today. By the way, there's a ship coming. <laughs> and then we roll that up. We put it in the rum bottle, recork it, throw it, and let the current take it back to land. If that's what the current is doing, that's really impressive. That's what we do. Unfortunately, you are now in your drunkenness. You threw the bottle over the wrong side of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I have been so, so sure of myself. It's a message in a bottle. We got paper. We got bottles. We need a big message. We need something to that will really get their attention. Then they, Even if it made it to the beach, they wouldn't go and spot that. They'd see the rum and they'd go for it because they want rum. They love grog. They're looking for the grog. Well, that's my suggestion. You do one now. <laughs> we haven't dealt with. Can we somehow pretend that there's a kraken? Um, yes. It wouldn't be useful. Yeah, that's fair. You're missing something that's very you guys. Yeah, I was afraid of that. Oh, earlier. can we check the door that leads into the captain's quarters? So, I thought of that earlier and then forgot again. Hanging on the outside of the door on a hook is a small We're golden so key. We're so dumb. We're so dumb. Did you say a key? I'm sorry, someone was singing Does at me. It's a small golden We're key. So dumb. Does it open a parrot? The key fits into the lock. He's free. He can take a note to Be the free, not me. The parrot wasn't dead. All right, you're, you're going to have to go down into the ocean and get that bottle that you chucked over dead. and get your parchment out of it and just give it to the parrot. 
and say, and you just scribble out the first couple of lines about rum, they'll never notice. No, I'll just get a new clean piece of parchment. Oh, and I will say, I hope this dead parrot finds you well. We have thrown him into the ocean, hoping he'll be a better receptacle for messages than a bottle. <laughs> As this avian corpse reaches the shore, allow us to take this time to say, I hope your party is going well. And also, we're almost under attack. A ship is coming. Oh no. Don't worry. We've already changed out the flags and disguised our- I get a new piece of parchment. <laughs> disguised ourselves as a Finwaysian ship. But alas, we still thought that things might go wrong. So we're contacting you so you'll know. Bye. Oh, we'll also prepare the cannons. On the off chance that the parrot is still alive, uh, I tell him, hey, there's a fresh herring in it for you if you do this. Ah! That's why we need it. <laughs> so uh, you right. written out a note. You to your master. Give it to the parrot, and he clasps his claws around it. With a loud squawk, he flies out of the cabin and soars across the sea. You follow him out and watch as the captain takes a note and then jumps up, yelling madly and waving his arms around. Several of your crewmates fall over backwards before scrambling to their feet and looking around wildly. Great, the crew has been alerted. Step one complete. You head back into the cabin and take a quick look inside the cage. Good thing you did. There's a small treasure chest. The parrot's booty? You open it up oh. quickly and it's full of small gold pieces of eight. Oh, fantastic. Nice. Pieces of eight. Pieces of eight. So... Here's my question. Does a piece of eight represent eight? Or does it represent a G? Or does it represent a G? How many pieces of eight do we have? There must be about 20 pieces of eight here. They're not worth much, which is probably why they were given to the parrot in the first place. All of them have a capital G on them. Okay, cool. I thought we were going to have to do some crazy maths of like, all right, we'll get enough eights to equal like, we you know, get five pieces of eight, that's 40, and that's four times 10, so that matches with the 10. So then we take that, but we take a quarter of that, and that's 10, you know, like just to be able to balance Brutal, purpose, yeah, you know it. Brutal, yeah, it feels I mean? like it'd be doable because like a 10 plus a six is 16, a six plus an 18 is yeah, 24. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So we can oh, like divvy them up doable, in those ways. But, but if they have big Gs on them, we don't even need to worry. And there's 20. So right. I think we can prepare these cannons. Okay. Cannon number one, Ranger. What do we put into it? 10G. So let's take, swipe out those gold pieces. 10 gold pieces on one side of the scale. Captain probably doesn't know how many were in there. We can take one. Yep. And then we pour uh, we pour we keep, gunpowder we, onto yep. the other side until From it From that little out. tin box, we start pouring powder until it feels like it's going to balance. Uh, then uh, inside Ranger, we then uh, put one of the uh, circular, the, the circle boxes, cannonballs, and also a red fuse. That re that is prepared, ready to go. Great boy takes the <laughs> six pieces of eight worth of uh, 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 powder. <laughs> bangs, powder. Like, uh, powder, bang juice. Um, bang juice. It also has a triangle cannonball and the green fuse. And then on Big Bertha, we take the square cannonball, the blue fuse, and we weigh out against 18 gold pieces, the powder, and it goes in as well. You pile up the correct fuses and cannonballs next to their cannon. You pour the oh, correct God, amount correct. of gunpowder into the little fuse boxes. It looks like you're ready. The cannon are prepped. Step three, complete. Except you grab the captain's matches, light one, and eye it speculatively. Yes. <laughs> A large hand oh. comes down on your shoulder. Oh, I'll take that, matey, Captain Redwood growls. 
Well done, my lad. Very well done. Unfortunately, it looks like we've got a battle on our hands. Huh. You look around the deck and see all your crewmates have made it back to the ship. They're rushing around to get the ship in order, and as the mainsail unfurls, you turn towards the oncoming enemy ship, pick up a cannonball, and grin. <laughs> the end! Well done! Amazing, and it was very good that the captain came when he did, because I am an incompetent when it comes to matches. <laughs> Danny cannot like matches.